Where you are at right now is not all bad, and where you are going is not going to be all good. Today we're talking about finding the balance between what is now and what's next. This is the Pastor Gadget Show, where we talk about life, leadership, and the pursuit of techiness. Here's your host, Matt Perkins. Hey, welcome back to the Pastor Gadget Show. I'm glad that you have joined me. This is episode number two. And today we're talking about finding the balance between what's now and what's next. You know, in our society, we are bombarded by information. It seems like there's always the next thing that is going to increase our productivity, our quality of life, our relationships. It's going to keep us on the bleeding edge of technology. There's this one commercial that, boy, it's been a number of years ago, and I can't remember uh, what company it was, if it was something on Intel or Dell, but this guy is making a beeline to the computer store, and he gets his computer, he's in a convertible, he's riding home, and he has this brand new big box in his passenger seat and he has his arm on this box for his new computer. He is so happy and he drives by and he sees the billboard for the new version of the computer that he just bought and you see this sinking feeling that he has. You can just see it on his face. You know, that's the way a lot of us are. We are bombarded by what is going to be the next big thing. I'm a fan of having the newest generation of things, whether it's uh, technology, if it's gadgets, all of those things. I remember back on the launch of the iPhone 2 and my family, we were in Memphis. They dropped me off and I waited outside for I don't know how long and ended up getting to the front of the line. I get my new iPhone, and all is good in the world. The next day you wake up, it's still a phone. It still does most of what the previous version did. But that is the way our society tends to work. You know, it seems like every time something new comes out, we start rationalizing in our head what is wrong with what we currently have? And we start seeing all of the bad things with what we have. And it's like that in our society. It's not just with our gadgets, but it is like that with so many things in our lives. Paul says in Philippians chapter 4 in verse 11, he says, I'm not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. Are we able to be content with whatever our circumstances are? Sometimes we are, feels like we're on top of the mountain and then the next week we can be in the lowest valley. And it's not about our circumstances, but about the joy and the peace that we find within. He also talks about in the chapter before, Philippians chapter 3 and verse 12 through 14, he writes, not that I have already obtained this or I have already arrived at my goal, 
But I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I don't consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. I haven't attained, I haven't achieved what my goals are. I haven't reached it yet. But the one thing that I do, I forget what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Now, sometimes we can look at chapter 3 and chapter 4 as being, you know, well, but he's forgetting what is behind him and he's pressing on. But then in the next chapter, he says, hey, I've learned to be content in whatever circumstance. It comes down to the joy that we have in our lives. Yes, we want to reach the next goal that we have. We want to set new goals. We're finishing the end of 2019. We're getting ready to go into 2020, a new decade. It seems crazy to even think about that. But what do you do when you're looking forward to what's next? Do you have goals that you want to achieve? Maybe it's in your health that you're wanting to make some changes. Maybe it's in relationships that you've made some bad choices and you want to start off this next year and be focused about what you are trying to achieve. So when you're looking at what's next, do you become discontented with what you have right now? Do you start finding everything wrong with where you are now in life? Maybe it's in ministry, it's in your relationships, and you start finding everything right in someone else's life, in their ministry or their relationships. I think it's the way a lot of social media works. We see everyone else's highlight reel, and we've heard that saying that we look at everyone else's highlight reel, and we tend to look at ourselves seeing all of the wrong things, all of the mishaps, all of the, the times when we've messed up. Michael Hyatt wrote a book, and it's called Your Best Year Ever, and I'll have the link in the show notes, that it's a five-step plan for achieving your most important goals. He talks about setting goals, adjusting your mindset, looking at the limiting beliefs that you have in your own life, He talks about mindset. Do you have a scarcity mindset or an abundance mindset? It changes the way you look at your life and your goals. So what do you have as goals in this next year? What are your spiritual goals? What do you want to see happen in your life? Maybe it's being more disciplined with your devotions and your your time of reading and prayer. Maybe there's some goals that you have in your life, whether it's financial goals or with your family, that you want to do some new things so that you can connect better as a family. Maybe it's your health, as I had mentioned before. Uh, Professionally, what are your goals? Well, then we need to look at some action steps. What do we do when we are reaching toward new things? I think the first thing that we have to do is learn from what was. You can learn in every situation. I was young and uh, relatively newly married, and uh, my wife and I were headed to Aurora, Colorado. We were moving to the Denver area to serve at a church, and I was working with a friend of mine, and he told me, he said, Matt, 
you're going to learn from so many things here. There are some things that you're going to learn what to do that you'll take on in your ministry and you'll carry that through in later things in your life. And then also, you're going to learn some things what not to do that you may take away and go, you know, if I'm in this situation, I'm going to do it different next time. Experience is an incredible teacher in our lives. We can look back and say, boy, I am so glad that I responded to this person in that confrontation that way. A lot of times we look back and go, boy, given that chance again, I'm going to respond a lot different. I'm going to do this different in my life next time. Experience is a great teacher, and so we need to learn from what was. The second thing is we need to be patient with what's now. We learn from what was, we are patient with what's now. If you have plans for getting healthy in a month, then binge eating for the next three weeks is not going to get you closer to your goals and what you want to accomplish. You're going to be that much farther away from your goals. So it's the choice of saying, hey, I'm going to be patient with what's now, with where I'm at. I'm going to be honest with where I'm at, and I'm going to start making some incremental changes. And the third thing is we'll look forward to what is next. Where you are at right now is not all bad. And where you are going to go is not going to be all good. We look at it in ministry, and I've shared in previous episode that uh, I've served as a worship pastor for over 25 years. And there are times and seasons in ministry and church life that we can look at someone else's life and their ministry and we can start looking at it going, man, everything is great in their life. The grass is greener there. There's a reason, as the saying goes, there's a reason the grass is greener because it gets a lot of fertilizer. And so we have to be patient, realizing that where you are at right now, don't look at it as though everything is bad. And then you also can't look at where you're going. You have to be honest and realistic. Where you're going is not going to be all good. I talked to someone a little while ago. It's been a few years. And he had gone through a difficult relationship and uh, that ended in divorce. He remarried, and he isn't able to even say that there was anything positive out of his previous relationship in front of his current wife because of the insecurities that she has. If he says anything positive at all about his first marriage, it just creates a world war. I think it is important for us to realize that there are things in your past that you would do differently. But you can't look at it and say, even if your marriage had ended in divorce, there are some things that I would bet that were good about those times. Yes, it ended in difficult circumstances and maybe that wasn't good, but you can look back and you can find something that you can appreciate, that you can be thankful for. In my life, I've walked through some difficult times over the last number of years when my wife had passed away, 
But I look back and say, even when I was walking through those difficult times, I can still hold my head up high and say, God, those were some difficult times of grief when I was walking through the the hardest times of my life, but I can still be thankful and know that you are with me, that you are walking with me, and that you are faithful. In our lives, learn from what was. Be patient with what's now. You can be thankful for every situation. Now, there are times that you might look at it and say, there is nothing good about what I'm walking through right now, but you can be grateful and you can be thankful that even though you are walking through those difficult times, you can still find something to be grateful for. And then thirdly, you're going to look forward to what is next. There are great days ahead. There is a great year ahead for you. And so as we look into this next year, we have to find the balance between what is now and what is next. You have a great year that is ahead of you. And so I just want to encourage you, find some goals, look at it. If you want to find that book, The Best Year Ever by Michael Hyatt, you can take a look at that. You can download the Audible. I'll add that link to the show notes and you can get started preparing for your next year and may it be the best one ever. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope that you'll subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends, and also leave a comment or email me at matt at mattperkins.org. Follow me on Instagram at Pastor Gadget.